Welcome back to the walk with me Masimunyange. A Christian author by the name Sunday Adela just said, "To live intentionally implies that it is not always going to be convenient, but it is what will take you to significance if you do not give up." The world is now adjusted. New normal is now normal, right? You have had to make it work one way or another, be it family, friends, life commitments, you name it. Being intentional means you choose to make decisions and take action on what is important to you. All of us strive to live a life that has meaning. We make decisions on a daily. It's estimated that the average adult makes more than 35,000 decisions per day. This is a combination of decisions that affect us directly, indirectly, or affect others. As I mentioned in my first episode, I had to declare roles in the company that I worked for redundant, and this affected my colleagues. And today, I am joined by one of them to share his work with us and how he became intentional in making a difference. We all have to walk our life's journey with intention. Each one has innate drivers that push us to pursue passion, and we resiliently walk the journey that everything will turn out okay in the end. Overcoming many hurdles as you pursue passion is one of the biggest things in ensuring that you remain relevant in your career and also in life. So cheers to living and being intentional in all that you do. In this episode, I am joined by Clarence Corey, who did it for himself. He changed his attitude by making his job to get a job. Now he is in Dublin working at Google. Every young man's dream, right? Listen to his work. Uh thank you Marcy for the uh, welcome and I'm happy to be on your podcast. Welcome to the walk. Please tell us your name and what you do. My name is Clarence Corey and I am a new business account manager at Google based in Dublin. My role involves managing our Google Ads customers in sub-Saharan Africa. Please give us a brief about your career journey this far. My career journey has been interesting and say so I've worked in startups my whole career starting off at Mondoride as a sales intern I joined an FMCG company selling alcohol door to door and uh, this was at a point where everyone around me had cars so they could afford to visit customers all over Nairobi I was on foot and I used my tattoos and um so I used to do it uh, literally on foot so I'd walk to Westlands to Kikuyu back to Westlands I go to town I go to Kilimani and then at the end of the day we were required to sign out so after all this you still need to go back to the office and sign out before going home um I also worked at uh, Msave which was my first uh, 
software as a service sales job, um, which later reblooded to Ajua. I joined Fuzu after that, and then Sony system, and I found myself at Google. How did the pandemic in 2020 affect you? Yes, I was affected by the pandemic um, in ways no one could have imagined. So at the beginning of 2020, um, we were, and I'm sure you're familiar, because we're in the same team, we were doing a lot of ambitious things. And that was the quarter that we were supposed to put all of this um, into practice and launch. But then literally, I believe it was the same day or the same week uh, we were supposed to launch. And then the government declared that everyone should work from home. And what this meant for us is uh, our product was not going to launch. And it also meant the company had to restructure and um, save money. And my roles was one of those that were affected. And at that time, I was scared. I was filled with so much anxiety because I had just moved out from home. Um, I had rent to pay. I had goals. I was thinking about my career. So I started 2020 really ambitious and then this happened. So uh, because of all of this, my role became redundant. And before you know it, I was jobless and house hunting. What resolve did you make to get yourself out of it and to where you are? Walk us through the journey. Because of pure greed and because of family, um, I was able to ideally just remember how far I'd come and how far I can still go despite this. And so whenever or when everyone was still adjusting, I decided to take advantage of all this restructuring and apply for jobs. So I made it my full-time job to just apply for work, DM people on LinkedIn, pitch myself. And um, I was lucky enough to get a job after about two months. And how did that process make you feel? And so how I felt at that time was fear. I felt a lot of fear. I felt a lot of uncertainty. I didn't know what was going to happen. I doubted myself. I even asked myself whether working is even worth it. Uh, I started questioning everything about what we believe is important, work, salary, offices, ETC. And um, yeah, it was an experience just like everyone else has experienced it. It was a very uncertain time. Please share with us some of the things you had to look out for during the redundancy process. Some of the things I had to look out for and during the redundancy process was um, of course you, the dues you're owed and so and despite them 
or despite a company declaring your role redundant, there's still some duties and uh, deals that are owed to you by virtue of being an employee. Um, there's also rights that every individual who is declared redundant or which or whichever role is re declared redundant, there are certain rights that are owed to them. For example, severance pay, which is something I did not know about. Um, the role itself, the role that is declared redundant, cannot be advertised again. Um, and if it is, um, it's within the law to uh, recall you or basically the role that was declared redundant can't be re-advertised tomorrow because it means the role was not redundant in the first place. So some of these things you just learn when you're going through the process, but I'd encourage anyone who is going through it, um, read the law, just go do a quick Google search on the rights of an employee declared redundant and hold um, your company and your employers accountable. So how did your family and friends react? What did they say to you? My family and friends uh, during this whole process were extremely supportive. When I was told about this, I remember first person I called was my brother and my father. And it was only because of them that I was able to, rather than wallow in self-pity and blame myself or blame other people, I was able to take control and tell myself, okay, this has happened, it has happened, it's life. You have to move on. You have to plan the next move. Whether that was moving back home, saving the money out pay on rent to look for a job or whether that was de dedicating the next two months to applying for a job um, these choices were made because i was able to talk to my family um, and this really helped me overcome the whole process because knowing that i have people and friends out there to support me it puts everything into perspective things are not as bad as they seem they are and I was able to take this mentality into the job search. So rather than being scared or desperate, I was able to be a lot calmer. And um, my messages to people on LinkedIn and the jobs I was applying to were a bit more well thought through. So I was able to stand out from the crowd. So this really helped. What did you do during the time you had no job? And how did you handle your life at that time? What I did during the time I had no job, and I think I've touched on it before, um, the biggest thing and the biggest change and way I handled it was rather than, again, wallowing in self-pity, blaming yourself, I realized that at the end of the day, you still have one life and you still have yourself. So do you want to be that person who gave up or do you want to be that person who fought through it and emerged successful? And I knew where I wanted to be. And so one of the things I did during that time I had no job, I told myself my job is finding another job. And so I'd wake up every day 
make a plan of companies I want to apply to, who are their HR people, what are their emails, what are their phone numbers, and I would email each and every one of these people. Eventually, I'm glad I got one response for one interview. And when I found out that um, I had the chance to interview them, I said, this is my chance. And I gave it my everything during the interview process. And remember, this is all happening when people are in lockdown, people are still scared, but you don't have time to be scared if you are in the situation that we are in. So I had to just kill that interview and made sure that these people want to hire me. That was the biggest thing. The impact of all of this was I was just able to stand out at a time where people did not even think about applying for jobs. I was the only person, I think, just sending emails to everyone. And I think it caught people's eyes and it really helped. And I got the job. How did it affect you and how did you overcome it? The resolve I made to get myself out of all this, again, I think I've touched on it, but it was just, don't blame yourself, don't blame anyone, take control of your life and go through it. Wake up every day knowing that despite everything that has happened, you are still in control. You should always do what is in your control. And what was in my control was how many jobs I applied to, how many people I talked to, how many calls I made, my attitude, how I related to my family, and all of this really helped. So what does it mean to be intentional? Being intentional is kind of the message for all these things. And to me, it means taking control. Um, rather than blaming others, rather than looking for an external plus person to blame for your life, you take control of your own life and your own decisions. For me, it was taking control of my career and ensuring that I still get where I want to be. But this can apply to all areas of life. It could be fitness. Rather than blame people walking around for your lack of running, blame yourself for not being or not wanting to go do it. You have to be intentional about everything you do because if you're not intentional, you're putting control in other people and you will never move. You will not go anywhere by doing that. So intentionality is easily the most important thing at least us young people should do. Um, we focus too much on things that don't matter and we spend our energies on things that do not serve us. And then 10 years, 20 years down the line, when you look back, you start blaming, oh, I had bad friends, oh, this person derailed me. But then at the end of the day, you are not intentional about your own life. So um, take control when you still have the time when you're still healthy, when you still have the energy to take your career and life to where you want it to be. How can you encourage the listeners 
to be intentional. I'd encourage everyone listening to this to think it also goes back to the previous question. Just remember that you only have one life. It's yours. It's no one else's. And whatever you do with it, it's your choice. And you should be willing to deal with the consequences of your choices. So if you choose to live a purposeful life and um, focus on your career and be intentional about it, the results will bear fruit. And when you look back, you'll tell yourself, I did this because of me. Inversely, if you choose to live a life of pleasure, of lack of focus, focusing on things that don't really matter, 10 years down the line, if you look back on that decision, and if you want to change, remember, you have to change now. Be intentional about it. There's no 50% intentionality or 70% intentionality. You're either doing it or you're not. So that's what I'd encourage the listeners. Be, take control, focus on what you want. And if you decide to focus on things that go against what everyone believes in, own it because it's still your life. But just remember, you still have to own up to consequences. So right now in my career, um, I recently moved to Dublin and um, I'm settling in. I'm settling in into my new role, trying to learn as much as possible while still enjoying the new location. So that's what my focus is. Um, in life, a big move is never easy. So I'm trying to give myself permission to learn and experience new things. While I still grow, I'm new at Google and um, there's still a lot to learn. But again, back to intentionality. Um, I aim to be intentional in my learning and my progress and hopefully it bears fruit in the future. So thank you everyone and um, let's connect on LinkedIn. Um, thank you. Bye. There you have it guys. Being intentional is a personal decision which only you can make as you only have one life to live. It is your choice to define how your career ought to be so go on and intentionally make it happen.